Paycom City Church. This is Andrew just checking in on everyone this afternoon. Hope you've had a great start to your week. Uh, we are hopeful that these um, little podcast encouragements uh, might find their way into your lives, into your rhythms, into your routines in a way that just encourages you, equips you, and, and reminds you of the things of Jesus. And, and so today I just want to um, move quickly into one of those encouragements as, as I've been in the Word this morning and and uh, just reminded of some things. I want to invite you uh, to look at Colossians chapter 3. We're going to be in verse 12 through verse 15. So just uh, listen in as I read this over us. It says this in verse 12. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you. So you must also forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, which is indeed the way you've been called, into one body and be thankful. You know, it's, it's interesting as the Apostle Paul writes this, um, it's clear that, that he is inviting us to be people that, that live in our identity, to, to put on compassion and kindness and humility. But, but how do we put on compassionate hearts? How do we put on kindness and humility? How do we dress ourselves in meekness and in patience? How do we walk as people bearing with one another and people that forgive one another? How do we um, just, you know, display love as the most visible garment that we wear. Well, he says it in verse 15. We let the peace of God rule our lives. You know, and I need to make a little inference here. How does peace rule in our life? Who, who is the bringer of peace to our life? This is the ultimate Sunday school answer, right? It's, it's Jesus. Um, but in fact, we see that the primary role of the Holy Spirit calls you to remember Jesus. The Holy Spirit is constantly shining a big spotlight on the person and work of Jesus. So if Jesus is the peace maker and the peace keeper and the peace giver, then the Holy Spirit is going to constantly be drawing our hearts and drawing our attention back to him. So before we move any further in unpacking this this afternoon, we have to understand that, that peace isn't present in our lives separate from the aid of the Holy Spirit to lead, lead us and remind us and to fix our gaze on Jesus. In fact, peace is one of the fruits that the Spirit's presence brings and births, births in our lives. And I'm going to share a, a little bit of an analogy that I've in fact learned from my dad. My dad's been a pastor for, for most, if not almost all of my life. And I've heard him talk about this verse and this concept uh, in, in a way that forever changed the way I view Colossians 3.15. And it's the understanding of the word rule. It says, let the peace of God rule our lives. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And the word rule there is a really interesting. It, it's the Greek word brabuo, and it literally means to be an umpire, to let the peace of God be an umpire over our hearts. 
to be a, a referee or to be an official. Now, admittedly, I'm a sports fan. I know right now we're we're living in, in days and, and times where, where we don't get to watch that or we're having to watch maybe old um, highlight videos or, or old games that are airing on our TVs or, or on our computers. I am a sports fan. Um, and in sports, we clearly see the roles of umpires and officials and referees as we watch or as we play. But if sports isn't your thing, maybe this analogy would move more to like a, a proctor uh, of a test or, or uh, a monitor in a classroom or even a teacher to, to enforce rules, but to also have a standard of what's acceptable. Now, I'm going to use sports as an analogy, but you could easily use a, a teacher in a classroom or, or a proctor in a test or, or a monitor on a bus or in a classroom or something like that. But when I think about this concept of a sports official, as an analogy of the Holy Spirit, it invites me to understand two things. First is this. The Holy Spirit desires, that, 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 that thing, the, the, the person of the Holy Spirit, he, he, as he leads you to peace, desires that you be someone that walk fully in your identity as a holy and beloved son or daughter and has a life that perfectly displays compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiveness, and love more than anyone. The Holy Spirit wants that to be visible and on display in your life more than anyone. He wants that for you. He wants that for me. But number two, he also knows the best way to get us there. He's committed to that. In fact, if we go back and look even earlier in Colossians chapter 3, which I invite you to do, you'd see that the same Spirit that rules over your life here, telling you what to put on, is telling you what to rid yourself from a few verses earlier. Telling you what to put to death in your life. So we have a champion in the Holy Spirit in our hearts leading us to put to death what doesn't belong and to put on what does belong as we walk in our identity as dearly loved sons and daughters. And so what does this mean? It means that when we start to see the peace of God, the 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 Holy Spirit moving us to an understanding of the peace of Christ ruling our hearts. It means that occasionally, maybe even often, the Holy Spirit blows the whistle. He stops play. He throws a flag. He gets our attention. And we should pay attention. We should listen. We should act accordingly when play gets stopped when the whistle blows, when the foul is called, when the flag's on the field. In fact, the author of Hebrews would say that we should pay attention to what we've heard or we might drift away. And I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to want to drift. Drift is never a good thing. If we're not careful, if we fail to pay attention, we might start operating from a different motivation or a different compulsion. Obedient living is not just for our good. Obedient living is the way that we display His glory in our life. We display His glory when we walk in our new identity in Him. So if the peace of God is ruling our hearts, if in every single minute of every single day, the thoughts that flood my mind, the the activities at at the ends of my hands or my feet, if, if the Holy Spirit is leading us to peace for the purpose of it being an umpire or a guard or a keeper of our lives, then 
What's he calling our attention to? What's he blowing the whistle at? Got a few questions for you as we close out our time today. We've been confined to different spaces and places and rhythms these days. So as you found yourself in some different routines, has the Holy Spirit thrown any flags? Has he stopped play in your life? Has he blown any whistles or has he gotten your attention? What areas of your life does he desire your full attention? Have you found yourself drifting into anxiety and heard the whistle of the Holy Spirit to stop play? Stop. Don't go there. That's not good for you. That doesn't satisfy. Or maybe it's fear. Maybe it's worry. And so where would the peace of God move your heart today? Where would understanding your identity in light of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, the peace bringer and the peacemaker, where would your understanding of the peace of Christ move your heart today? What truth would he remind you of? How would he inform your identity? What is the peace of Christ leading you toward or leading you away from? I think if we ask those questions, where has he thrown flags? Where has he blown whistles? Where has he gotten our attention? What's he leading us to and what's he leading us from? We'll be people that display those, those attributes earlier. Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiving and bearing with one another, putting on love, and in doing so, glorify our Father who is in heaven. Let the peace of Christ Rule your hearts today, Comp City Church. Let it rule your minds. Let it be the official and the umpire, the teacher of your class to move you into obedient response as a dearly loved son and daughter. Let me pray for us as we close out our time together today. Jesus, we just thank you uh, for your presence in our life. We thank you that your work on the cross was enough. It is uh, work finished. It is rest for our souls. And God, we just pray that as we understand and see you as a peacemaker and a peace bringer and a peace giver and a peace provider for our lives and our souls, Lord, we pray that, that we allow your Holy Spirit in guiding us to that peace to officiate our life, to umpire it, to rule it, to regulate it, to show us what to move from and to show us what to move toward. Jesus, we pray that um, over, over these new routines these days. We pray that over our propensity to worry and to be afraid and, and, and to seek worldly wisdom and, and for anxious thoughts to, to maybe infiltrate our mind or our hearts or our homes. And God, we just pray that, that you teach us and tutor us on how to be attentive to the work of the Spirit in your life, guiding us from lies and into all truth so that our eyes can be fixed on you. Lord, we ask that today. Um, we pray that today in your name, Jesus. Amen. Com City Church, keep it up. Keep being the church. I'm super thankful for you guys, and I hope you have a great Monday. Monday.